0: Good morning, Hamilton. This
1: is Rob Golfie with REMAX, the Golfy team. Welcome to the Golfie Real Estate Show Hamilton Edition with host Rick Zamprin. Yes,
2: good morning once again. We are going to be tackling a lot of interesting real estate related stories today including the pros and cons of building a custom home. You maybe have been kicking around that idea and have some uh, money in the bank to spend on a dream home. What about a custom home? Well, we'll talk about the pros and cons of doing just that. We'll also talk about renting versus buying. There are people who are Renting right now, we're thinking about buying their first home. There are people who have bought a home and they were renting. They remember their renting days. Uh, there are some you know pluses and minuses to each equation. That is for sure. Also talk about uh, condos and whether or not you should hire a property management company to run the day-to-day operations, or can you manage your condo as a corporation? We'll toss that around as well. we'll also look at a cool tool from the Hamilton Police Service. It's a crime map. So if you're looking for properties in and around the Hamilton area, you can dive into this crime rap and, and, and really dive into some interesting uh, 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 analytics in terms of what crimes were committed, when, and where. Of course, the hottest listings in town, whether you're buying or selling a home, is robgolfi.com. That's robgolfi.com. If you have a question or a topic idea for the Golfie team, send them an email, questions at robgolfi.com. Call Hamilton and Burlington's number one Remax team in volume and unit sales 905-575-7700. and follow the Golfy team on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Rob, busy week, not so busy week. How's it going?
1: It, it's actually, you know what? The start of this month has been really good, um, surprisingly, and I'm uh, yeah, I, I can't believe it. It uh, we're uh, in unit numbers, we're ahead of. Um, last last, uh last month and uh so we're we're you know it's it we don't know until the end of the month usually but but so far it's it's been a good it's been pretty good for the first uh 10 12 days of uh, uh, of this month so we'll see how things go towards the end of the month is uh, yeah it's been pretty good
2: in in real estate is a typical month busier in the first couple of weeks or the last couple of weeks
1: with with us, it's always the last two weeks. I I I kind of stress it out in the first uh, two weeks <laughs> of the month, and then and then it all comes together at the end of the month. And it seems the same for car sales. Like I have a friend of mine that owns a few dealerships, mm-hmm. and he said he says it, it, it's towards the end of the month that uh, their sales just kind of you know like just skyrocket, like. So, I don't know what it is uh, in uh, in the world or uh, that people have a tendency of buying more at the end of the month versus buying at the beginning of the month. It, it, it's, I, I don't I don't know, but I know that usually it, like the last week of the month and two weeks especially, but they they seem to have a higher sales volume versus the first two weeks. and can't explain it, but it seems to be every month like that.
2: Looking at the uh, appointment center for August 1 to 7, there's some interesting uh, tidbits of info that I-, I think our listeners would be interested in hearing. And that's number one, appointments are up nearly 12%, 11.9% compared to last week. Um, this time last year, the, uh, the Niagara, uh, uh, what am I trying to say here? The uh, REMAX Escarpment Realty um, set a record for appointments broke a record for one day that was friday august the 7th 2020 820 showings on that day um a year later on friday um august the 6th there were 782 showings so you know nearly 40 showings less um that's pretty comparable considering that last summer was bonkers
1: yes and not only that if you look Um, uh, the Tuesday, Wednesday has really picked up in showings of the week of uh, August 1st. So that's telling us more people are looking at houses uh, uh, through the week, especially on, uh, on uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday and Saturday, Mm -hmm. but like they're, they're booking earlier. So that's telling us that people are taking the weekends off and they're coming out during the week to look at houses. So obviously people are vacationing and stuff like that. So, so remember my theory was list on Wednesday or, or Thursday morning, because uh, if you were, you know, want, wanted to make sure you get all your uh, Toronto buyers into your houses. Well, now yeah, it's, you kind of back, uh, back it one more day, you list on Tuesday now, because uh, it looks like there's more people booking on uh, Wednesday, Thursday. So if they usually people book a day or two in advance. So chances are there's a lot of showings happening on, uh now uh, probably Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and, and also uh, Sundays, but not, not as much. So, so your busiest booking days now are, are starting off on Tuesdays a little bit now. So, so you can list a little earlier in the week. Uh, so you just, it's just, you've just got to gauge it, though. But it's, it's funny how that's worked out through the summer. And, uh, and my, theory, my, my thing on that is, is that people are away on holidays for the weekends. That's probably my theory. That, that's why that it's increased earlier in the week for people booking for showing. Mm
2: -hmm. And in terms of appointments in uh, 2021, March was the big month. There was like 27,000 appointments that month, a number that's just unheard of for any month. Um, Now back down to about, I I would say almost 18,000, about 17,500, comparable to what we saw in July of um, 2020. So things are kind of equaling off here.
1: Yes, yeah. So things are. I think. I think we're 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 getting to a normal market, and uh, I do I do feel that uh, September is going to really uh, pick up a lot of steam. I think uh, uh, I think a lot of uh, houses are going to go up for sale, and also a lot of buyers are going to be coming back and 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 wanting to buy some houses because um, I, I think they, the buyers especially they may feel that you know, next year, the spring market just may boost again. Mm. Again, you know, you know, we're going to get a lot of immigrants coming in and people are going to be looking and it's just going to, the demand is going to be there and it's going to be increasingly more and more as time goes on.
2: So if you're a buyer right now and, you know, you've just kind of digested what you just said, are, is the time to strike now as opposed to next spring? And conversely, if you're a seller, are you waiting until next spring to put your house up for sale?
1: yeah I would strike if I was a buyer right now, I'd buy right now. I would try to make a deal because uh, there's some there's some good deals out there houses are staying on the market just a little longer than normal, and uh you might be able to get a deal there it depends on uh, depends on the realtor like if um if if they're pushy we had one um if, you know but what happens is spring yes spring will be bit busy fall i think fall this fall will be even uh, more busy so it's hard to tell um you know what it, how much more it's going to go up. But I do feel fall of this year as a seller uh, starting September is going to be really good for them next year. It's hard to tell, but I, I still feel it's going to be really good also next year. And it depends on timing when, when you're looking at selling. So we just saw somebody uh, yesterday and they're building a house and they said it's probably going to be ready in March. And but the the one the couple uh, the husband says, oh, I don't know, I, I, I got a feeling it's going to be June, and I said, well, you're too early right now for both. I said, I said, why don't you just wait till uh, February to put your house on the market? And I says, you'll you'll have a really good indicator um, when your house is going to be ready. They don't feel their house is going to be ready on time, regardless, just because of the way. Uh, you know, because COVID delays of product and, and, and you know, lumber and, and everything, construction stuff is, is delayed. So, you know, I, I said to them, you can list it now, but it's hard to find a buyer that wants to wait more than six months, six months or more for, for a house. They want it within 60 to 90 days. I mean, they have a pool, they'll do well. So we're, we're going to start taking pictures of the house on the outside just to get it ready, just in case. The builder says, "Yeah, their house will be ready in March. Then we'll list it in October." Uh, but otherwise, um, I think I think I think both markets coming up. We got two good hot markets coming up: uh, September and also this uh, early spring market starting February and March uh, next year. So I I know it's hard to tell, but I think as a buyer right now, you, this is the time to strike. Just like you said.
2: And uh, if you're a seller, and you kind of just mentioned it uh, a couple moments ago, the photos are a key. So if you're looking at you know, holding off until the spring to sell your home, take those pictures now. It's important to get those summer pics, the green grass, maybe that pool in the backyard, and really showcase your property.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. There's a story I want to tell you that uh, one of our uh, agents was working on a, on a deal. And a Toronto agent came in with an offer and it was conditional on home inspection. And, uh, so, so yes, yesterday was, uh, the time that they had their conditions, uh, five o'clock. So the agent, I think the day before gives a list like a long list of stuff that they said, well, we either want this done or, or whatever. So, and so the agent on my team says, what do we do? I said, you tell them we're not, we're not going to do those. They're just minor little things that every house has. And it was a long list. I said, I, uh, so we said uh, to the Toronto agency, either uh, firm up the deal or give us a mutual release. And, and so, so the agent of my team goes, Rob, you think uh, uh, they're going to firm up? Yeah. And they're going to do it at quarter to five or, or 10 minutes, like just before five. <laughs> and I says, do not respond to them because I, the, I know the tactics these agents do. And guess what? And uh, We didn't have to reduce. We didn't lose the deal. And uh, they firmed up just before five. And the reason why the agent did that, she was upset because she probably made promises to her buyer, says, well, I'm going to grind grind." more money for you. I'm going to get more money for you. And we didn't, uh, we didn't get subject to that crap that the, uh, the agent from Toronto was giving us. I mean, we, we stood up to that agent. We knew we had a good product. We had a, you know, it was, it was a fair price for the, for the buyer. And the agent was trying to bully us and we just said, no, sorry, goodbye. And, uh, and they firmed up and see, and that's the difference. I'm going to tell you that is the difference when you're dealing and negotiating with people. I love standing up and winning the deal. That's what I love about this business is is winning the deal for my clients. And we did that. They firmed up and we got the deal done at the price that we uh, originally negotiated.
2: And an ex- inexperienced uh, realtor would certainly not have, uh, let's say, the ice cubes to do that. And uh, <laughs> it's, it's uh, you know, another example of why you should call the Golfie team at 905-575-7700. If you want to sell your home for top dollar, buying a home in this community, yeah, go robgolfie.com. That's the website. That's Rob, g o l f i. Lots more to come here on the Golfy Real Estate Show Hamilton Edition. We're going to talk about renting versus buying real estate, pros and cons of building a custom home, and should you hire a property management company or can you manage your condo as a corporation. That and a whole lot more still to come here on the Golfy Real Estate Show Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Welcome back. This is the Golfie Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. My name's Rick Samprint. Joining me once again is Rob Golfie, sales representative with REMAX's Gartman Realty, the Golfie team. You can find them on the World Wide Web. RobGolfie.com is the website. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Call Hamilton and Burlington's number one REMAX team in volume and unit sales, 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. They're all over social media. Find the Golfie team on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. If you have a topic idea or a question for the Golfie team that you would like answered on a future program, send them an email: questions at robgolfy.com. That's questions at robgolfy.com. Renting versus buying real estate. Um, there are some pros and cons, obviously, to doing both of those things. Um, you know, renting, you can you can move whenever you want, pretty much. There's uh, you know, less maintenance costs. If you need something fixed, you know, the landlord has to do that. Some of the cons, however, is, you know, all this money that you're putting towards rent, you're not building equity. Buying, you know, unlike renting, your, your money is going to something. You're building equity in that home. But in our market, you're doing one or the other, right? Like there's not many people who are in a position to buy a home who are going to say, you know what, I'm just going to rent. There might be, but I, I'm not sure.
1: Yeah, and, and the hard thing about renting, so let's, let's say that you're renting for an uh, average house, let's say it's, it's worth $500,000, $600,000, 700000 uh-huh. or let's say 500000 and you're paying uh, $2,000 a month rent. So that's $24,000 a year, right, of rent money that you're paying to the landlord. Now, that landlord has a mortgage. Now, that mortgage is getting paid down uh, for that landlord. Now, if you had your own house with that $24,000 a year, especially with the low interest rate, you'd be paying down a lot of equity. Mm-hmm. You'd be amazed how much equity and how much uh, principal you'd be paying down on that mortgage. So that's the one, that's, that's the one thing about it, that, that, uh, that the con of, of, um, of renting. And the other, the other thing is, is, if you're renting, sometimes um, you can't control the rent. You can't do what you want. To the house, Uh, and if you do, it's going to be at your expense. And and some landlords may help you with paint and stuff like that, but they're not going to uh, spend too much money to uh, you know accommodate you uh, that you want for you to live. Um, But the thing is, is that you're not able to like landscape. I mean, you you know, you have to cut the grass if you want a bigger deck. You know, the landlord's not going to put a bigger deck for you, right? Right now, um, so. Those are the, those are the things and you may get kicked out. Like what if the landlord decides to sell the property? You know what I mean? Like if he says, Hey, sorry, I know you've been here for five years. Your kids have been going to school again. You, you know, you don't have control over that. So that, that's the hard thing about, uh, renting, but buying, you've got control of everything, but the hardest thing is, is coming up with a down payment. And I understand that with, uh, with renters, the down payment is definitely an, an, an issue. And, but when you own, you obviously have to maintain the property, take care of it and everything Mm -hmm. else. But you have the, uh, the, the equity buildup. And also you also have, uh, the, you're paying down the mortgage. So real estate values are going up and you're paying down the mortgage. And so at the end of it, you got a house that's worth in, uh, 20 years, uh, quadruple the price and you got your mortgage paid for So. Um, it's it's there there again. It's it's pros and cons. It just depends on on the on the person. Some people don't even want to own a house. They don't want to, They just rather rent, and we right. and there's a, and that's fine also. Like it's they don't have no headaches, nothing. If something goes wrong with the house, guess what? The landlord's got to pay for it. You know what I mean? And uh, so there's there's a lot of pluses and minuses and everything, and no matter what you're doing in the in this world in this life, so.
2: Yeah, I think, you know, aside from the initial down payment, which is, a you know, nowadays a big chunk of cash that not everyone has, but the other con to owning a home would be those, you know, one-time kind of big maintenance costs. If, uh, you know, you got a leaky basement or a leaky roof or, you know, something major has gone wrong with the electricity or plumbing uh, or, God forbid, a fire, you know, that the, those price tags, yeah, you have home insurance, but those price tags uh, can get uh, pretty costly as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It just, You know, like, it just depends. Like, I I mean, I knew that I had a, a, we sold a house, Uh, the people that were renting uh, passed away and they rented from this person for 30 years and the rent was really low. And so he says, okay, well, I had my run and, you know, he was obviously older too, the gentleman that owned the uh, property and he put it up for sale he goes, oh, I don't want to bother getting another tenant and stuff like that. But he had a great tenant for 30 years. He had a great tenant. I mean, it, it very, it's hard to guess sometimes, tenants like that, but he says, yeah, he paid the rent, we took care of the property, and that's it. But uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it just depends on your ability, what you want. You know.
2: We spoke about some uh, stats in uh, the Hamilton, Burlington, Niagara area, in the, in the Appointment Center in our first segment. Uh, you uh, are quoted uh, a few times in a Globe and Mail article about the great real estate cool down which uh, has finally arrived i shouldn't say finally it, it has arrived um and uh, part of that and what you told the reporter here at the golden mail is uh you um you know relayed a story about during the first week of august there was a home seller in hamilton who uh, was selling their house they received an offer a hundred thousand dollars over asking and that homeowner said no because they thought they were gonna or they should have gotten more is that property still on the market or has it finally been sold
1: it- it's off the market. They took it off the market wow. oh, so wow. the, so you could tell uh, there's a frustration uh, for the seller uh, that didn't sell it and uh, and it wasn't we were representing the buyer on this and and stuff but mm-hmm. but the the thing is the, the expectations are getting high, uh, like too high for for a lot of the people. so it, it's like people you know like, it's like like, Rick, your brother-in-law says, hey, you should be getting this much for your house. Now, you've locked in a certain number that your brother-in-law says, if I was buying your house, I have no problem paying for that much. So you <laughs> should, I always tell people, well, then you should sell it for him for <laughs> give him a yeah. deal on it. Just say, if he thinks that's a, that's the price you should sell, here, <laughs> sell it to him for 50000 less yeah. and then tell him you're getting the deal. And then you'll see how far back they backpedal and saying, well, I don't need this house. <laughs> but the thing is, the thing is, The the market's cooled down and it's, and, 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 house values aren't coming down. What I'm saying is the house values, uh, uh, they're just not going up to the super skyrocket market that was in, uh, March and April part in part in February, February, March, and April. It's just, it just, that, that was like a, uh, a a graph that just went out of the, through the roof. Mm -hmm. Real estate is still strong and, and people think, it's coming down. It's not coming down. It's just not going up as high as it was in, in February, March, April. So the market's still good. People, the, you know, there's not as many competitive offers out there, uh, multiple offers, as, as there were earlier this year. That's why the market went through the roof uh, earlier this year. But the market's still good. Now the market will continue to be good because there's got there's a huge sector of the population that has not uh, put their house up for sale or has not bought because of COVID. Now, when they start coming out, you're going to see another wave that's going to happen. And, and that can happen this fall, or it can happen in the spring of next year. And uh, so I truly feel um, uh, that it, it's still going to continue strong. But but again, like the expectations of earlier this year is is not there anymore. It's not. And, 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 and people... They're listening to to the, they remember the good news. Nobody remembers the news that it's normal news or, or like the news is still good. Like the real estate market's still good. It's just, it's, we're not hitting that supercharged market that we had earlier this year. And, uh, and it's tough and it's making some deals uh, tough. A lot of people are putting their houses on the market way overpriced. A lot of people are, uh, are putting their houses on the market, holding offers and having expectations of getting 200,000. Versus, uh, over asking versus a hundred thousand, you know what I mean? And it's just, it's just, it's just, this is a, an adjustment stage of the market right now of, uh, and the adjustment stage is basically, Hey guys, it, it, this is the, this is the real deal. This is how it is. This is the market. You're still doing well. It's just not, not as well as you did in February, March, April of this year.
2: One of your quotes in the Global Mail article says seller expectations are being impacted by how things were in previous months. They're seeing what their neighbors got for their homes in March and April, and they're saying, I want that. I want more than that. My home is worth that if they got uh, what they got, if not more. Is the comparable... Um, a few weeks ago, a month ago, if we're not looking at March, April, what should homeowners look at? And is it more than that? Is the expectation of, you know, this is what I'm going to list my my home at, and this is what I expect to get. Is that where the gap is?
1: Yeah. So like, for instance, let's say there was a house that got a million dollars uh, in uh, February, March, April, which is a high number, really good. It was probably listed at Seven fifty or or seven ninety nine or what? Let's say eight hundred. Uh, eight hundred. Okay. Um, that same house today, maybe you know between nine hundred to nine and a quarter. You know what I mean? Somewhere there. Um, it just. It, it could be even even less. Now it's not. It's 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 not because it, it just didn't get supercharged to that level. Now, again, it's just uh, it's 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 different. Like. I look back 60 days a lot, 90 days uh, uh, is the most I go back now, but I do also go back uh, 180 days to see if there's anything in there that did sell and take a look at the house and, and see the comparables. And I I, I tell them, I go, look, this, this is what they got in February, March, identical house to yours. We can try that number, but I don't think you're going to get more than that. And, but, Let's see what happens. Now, again, you will get good money for your house if you've got everything done to the nine. I mean, those are the houses that are selling and they're still selling fast and still selling for great money. Like you walk into a house, you got impeccable landscaping and, and this is that's because you spent money on this house and you and people walk in and say, "Wow, I don't have to do anything. I will pay more money for this guy to make sure I get it because the next house I look at may not have all this. So, so again, comparables. I, I start off with I start off with sometimes looking at 180 days, and then I break it down to 190 uh, days and 60 days to get a more accurate reading of what the market is at the exact time that we're in right mm-hmm. now.
2: You've dealt with uh, you know millions of buyers. That might be overstating it, but thousands and thousands and <laughs> thousands of buyers over your career are are some buyers now. Knowing what they know over the last let's just say year. Um, are are some a little gun shy or a little put off by you know losing those multiple uh, offer scenarios and you know constantly falling short of what they thought was uh, you know a, a good price for a home and and if so when do you expect those buyers to come back?
1: They will come back. I did. I think they're going to come back either the fall or, or, or next year. They're they're sitting on the shelf. They have put the home buying process on hold for now because they got beat up and and beat out on on offers and uh they just wanted to clear their mind but a lot of them will be coming in and and again a a new generation another uh crop of buyers will be coming into the marketplace uh you know either this fall or next year so there's always new buyers coming into the marketplace and we will see those uh coming through so we got we got the buyers that make you know say peek out the window you know that were really scared of covid and there and there is a percentage of the population just they're not doing anything they're just sitting there and they're they're afraid of covid even though a lot of people got vaccinated but people are uh staying away and clear but i think that is going to start happening uh, uh later this year like the fall of this year and uh and next year we're going to start seeing people you know poking their heads out and saying, okay, I'm ready to go. COVID <laughs> is pretty well almost over. Let's, let's, uh, let's get back to life. And, you know, a lot of seniors out there, they're staying in their houses a little longer than, than they want to. And they want to go to, uh, a, a a retirement center, but they're just scared because remember the retirement centers were the ones who were getting the bad rap at the be- uh, beginning of COVID or during COVID because they were saying all the senior centers were getting all the, you know, COVID, uh, outbreaks and everything. So, that's still registering in a lot of seniors minds but i think um you know with everybody getting vaccinated i think they're feeling a little bit more comfortable and you're going to see them coming out and it, it, you're going to see a lot of a lot of uh action happening in the real estate market uh this fall and, and early next year
2: if you want to sell your home or you're in the market to buy a house, call Hamilton, Burlington, and Niagara's top real estate team, the Golfie team, at 905-575-7700, online at robgolfie.com. That's rob robgolfie.com. i got a couple minutes to talk about the pros and cons of building a custom home. Maybe we'll start with the pros. What are some of the pluses of building a custom home?
1: So a custom home is fantastic because you get the build exactly what you want. Um, sometimes a lot of people, uh, they just want something different. And usually people that in the country, they want, you know, they build a big house. They got a lot of land and stuff like that, which is, which is fantastic. Um, and the thing about custom, like you get your big walk-in closets, you get your big master ensuite bath. You can do whatever you want. You get what you want. That's, that's the great thing about a custom home. But, uh, the cons are sometimes it takes time and sometimes it's, it's costly. Um, you gotta be very, very careful. A lot, a lot of people underestimate the cost of a custom built home. They got their budget there. They got everything. And then they're finding out, whoa, like the cost is, is just increasingly becoming ex- expensive. One thing like so you ever drive in the country, you see a beautiful house and the landscaping's not done for five to 10 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's because they ran out of money, they, they ran out of money. They, it, it, and it, and it's tough. Like, like once they start building foundation, they get the frame up, the roof, get the stonework, everything is all done on the outside. The expensive part is the inside. When they start putting the trim, the, the uh, uh, all the, uh, appliances, the kitchen, you know, they want the, and kitchens aren't cheap today. I mean, if you're building a custom, chances are you're going to build a, a three to $4,000 house. That's going to cost uh, a lot of money, but mm-hmm. we'll continue. I guess that we're running short of time here. Yeah, on, yeah. Uh, there,
2: there is another con that I want to talk about, about building a custom home, and, and there's a couple of pros that we can touch on, too, but we'll get to that next here on the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML.
0: You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900CHML.
2: Welcome back. You are listening to the Golfie Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. My name's Rick Samprin. Once again, joined by Rob Golfie, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. Find them online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I dot Call Hamilton and Burlington's number one REMAX team in volume and unit sales, 905-575-7700. And follow the Golfie team on Facebook, Instagram, Instagram. And Twitter. We're talking about the pros and cons of building a custom home. And some of the pros, obviously, is you get exactly what you want. You can design it, you can make it as exotic or as normal, I guess, as you want. Um, you obviously have less maintenance compared to a home that has been, you know, on this earth for a number of years, right? You move into a custom home. There's not much that you have to do because everything is brand new. But there is another con uh, apart from the price, and that's the length of time that it takes to build some of these custom homes. It can be a long, long time.
1: Oh, absolutely. Uh, the, the couple, There's a couple from Ancaster. They're moving into a, a custom home. Uh, we were talking earlier in uh, Dundas. And I, uh, you know, usually custom homes are a lot bigger and I couldn't believe it. It's over 10,000 square feet. They're wow. building. I'm like, Whoa, I, I thought, you know, I thought they were going to, you know, they were going to tell me, yeah, we're building like a 5,000 square foot home and it's over 10,000. <laughs> and I'm like, Holy smokes. Wow. And like, this is a modern thing. I saw the plans and the renderings they were showing me. It's something you see out of California. I couldn't believe it. So huh. they're 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 on uh, quite a few acres of land. So, They're going to have a a, a nice, nice uh, house to to move into next year. But again, um, you know, custom homes, you you know, you you know, the pros get what uh, you get what you want. Uh, But the cons, I think I think um, I think there's uh, a very expensive cost more. And it always the budget always gets thrown right Mm -hmm. through the roof. And and uh, sometimes people want to contract it themselves. I think I would hire a contractor. Uh, and hopefully, you got to find a good contractor because you got to find a really good custom contractor that's going to be there all the time on the job and, and have, you know, you know, things are progressing as time's going on, not somebody that's just going to show up, you know, one week this week and not the next. So, there, you know, you got to be very careful. And just making the plans. I couldn't do it. Rick, I cannot. I, there's no way I would have the, the patience to spend a lot of time. Uh, I, I would say here's what I like but mm-hmm. you know what I mean I, I you know it's just too much details because I you know I'm focused on my work I like to walk into a house I see feel and know what I got most people make the big mistake of a small walk-in closet when they build a custom home it looks big on paper but once they uh, move in oh boy it's bothering. <laughs> what did we do <laughs> I've seen people with big house six thousand square foot homes have closets Smaller than homes that are twenty four hundred square feet oh, and they and it and on paper it looked big, but when, once they built it and framed it in there it and and that makes it a hard resale because if somebody can afford a six thousand square foot home, mm-hmm. obviously they got money to, to afford uh, a a big wardrobe so that's that's another key factor so yeah <laughs> oh yeah there's you know I, I, uh, I'd love to have a custom home, but I, I wouldn't have the time to do it. Yeah. So the
2: the other con too, and you kind of alluded to it is, you know, those, those delays, you know, the construction company or or the architect designing things. And, you know, when, when something doesn't go according to plan, it just adds to the stress of, you know, the whole, uh, experience. Um, let's, uh, let's move over to, um, should you hire a property management company or can you manage your condo as a corporation? Uh, Talk about hassles. That could be definitely a hassle. Which uh, which side do you lean on here?
1: You know what? After researching on this, um, I, I think I probably would want a property management company. Now, if if you're a self-managed condo, now self-managed condos are usually smaller condominium buildings, like 10 to 15 units. Mm-hmm. And usually it's, you know, there's somebody in the building that, you know, is pretty, you know, probably retired and, and they've got skills of, of management and, and, and accounting. But, um, you know, you're, you're prone to, you know, you gotta be, you have to collect, you're the collector of everybody's condo fees in the building and you live with these people. It's yeah. like, it's like collecting rent and if somebody doesn't have it, uh, and the one thing about, uh, self, uh, uh, people that are self-managed condos, they don't increase their condo fees as much as property management companies do. And sometimes... Um, they will hold off on certain things because they don't want to pay for it. It's, you know what I mean? So, um, usually, uh, another, another deterrent of self-managed condos is they don't have the, um, the clout or the, uh, to hire contractors like property management companies. A property management company will call a contractor and say, Hey, we've got another 30 buildings that we use. If you give us a good deal, we can, you know, give us a good deal, then we can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, obviously somebody has got to maintain the paperwork, um, um, managing, you know, requests and conflicts in the building. That's, that's a tough, you know, uh, 24 hour emergency service, something goes wrong. You got to get up. So not only you're living there, like I know you, most people would like, they want to keep the condo fees down and that's the key factor about self management. Right. Um, you, you can get burned out, you know, um, and, and board members, you know, again, you have to understand the rules and regulations. Now, Having a property management company again, just like I said, they have knowledge and experience. You know, they, you know, they're trusted professionals. They got a proven track record. Um, they built strong relationships with service people. Better position to negotiate, and they do have tw- and they do have twenty four hour service. But um, but anyway, um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's 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 a difficult situation. But I think I think I'd rather go to the condo um, being managed by a condo Mm -hmm. professional corporation
2: i I do have one question about this but we'll get to it after the break here on the golfy real estate show hamilton edition on 900 chml
0: you are listening to a paid commercial program unless otherwise identified the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser the opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 chml Life used to be so hard
2: And one last go-round here on the Golfy Real Estate Show. Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin on the uh, line with uh, Rob Golfie, sales representative. REMAX's Scartman Realty, the Golfie team. You can call Hamilton and Burlington's number one REMAX team in volume and unit sales. 905-575-7700. Online, the website is robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L. F-I- dot com. You can, of course, listen to our show online through Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and many more. Just search for The Golfy Real Estate Show in your favorite podcast platform and hit the follow button so you never miss an episode. We were talking just before the break about uh, whether you should hire a property management company or is it better to manage your condo as a corporation? And, and the question that I had is, if you were to hire a property management company, you can you can fire them at any point. Is that correct? Or is there a stipulation that they have to be around for a certain amount of time?
1: Yes, you can. Usually, so, so there's always a board member of people that live in the building. So they form a board mm-hmm. and they basically, you know, will make a vote and say, listen, uh, the current property management company that we have is just not doing their job. So they'll do a vote and decide whether to hire somebody else differently or not um right now i think uh because of all the buildings that are going up um property management companies they're struggling trying to find people to manage uh so um it it, it, it's tough like you know what i mean like it's um you know they're spreading their they're spreading thing management companies because they got to find people because like how many especially in toronto all these new condo buildings going up and look at, look, look what's going on at Casablanca there in, in uh, Grimsby. Like so many buildings are going up there. Um, yeah. So, so every building needs, uh, somebody to manage. Um, so now that costs money and, um, and, and it's, uh, but I know a lot of companies are getting up a lot of, uh, buildings are getting upset with, with, uh, condo corporations, uh, that are managing because the fees are, are increasingly dramatically. Um, it just, it's, 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 a tough situation when you move into a condo, you, you know, you got to expect a lot of, there's a lot of drama in a condo building. I mean, <laughs> either you get involved with it or you just kind of read, read the notes that they send in the mail to you. Mm-hmm. So it, it just depends on what direction you want to go. And the, usually the older generation likes to get involved aggressively because they have the time to, and the younger generation is going, whoa, (laughs) I didn't realize this is this much stuff going on in the building.
2: Yeah. Uh, We'll end uh, today's discussion with a a cool online tool from Hamilton Police Service, and that's a crime map. So uh, I I would assume that, you know, if you're looking for a property in the Hamilton area that you can, you know, Google the address that you're looking at, see some crimes in and around the area, and, you know, make a decision whether or not that's the place that you want to live. This is a pretty cool tool.
1: Yeah, it it is. You know what? It it, it People look at that, but it's, it's a little tough um, because there's crime everywhere. Like, I mean, yeah. you know, people <laughs> are breaking and entering. I mean, uh, if it's a murder, usually it's a targeted murder. It's not going to be, it's not like there's murderers on that street all the time. Right. Like it just happens to be bad luck for that street. Um, but it, it's actually good to see what's going on. I mean, the, the key thing is to look at burglaries and robberies. Mm-hmm. I guess, I don't know, what's the difference between burglary? Burglar is uh, somebody breaking in, and, and robbery is somebody breaking in and, and stealing. I don't know. They, yeah, robberies... There's two different things.
2: Yeah, robbery's not necessarily breaking in, but it could be a convenience store robbery where the place is open and someone just comes right. in with, you know, a, a weapon or an alleged weapon, and they, and they rob the place. A burglary is usually you know a home it could be a business but it's after hours or uh when no one is home i guess that would be the difference
1: that's it yeah now they don't list sex offenders uh on there i guess because there'd be probably picket lines everywhere in front of everybody's different houses um I, but uh but the us does uh, uh disclose uh, mm-hmm. sex offenders if they're living in your neighborhood but in Canada they don't. But it's actually a good indicator. I mean, it's uh, you know you just look at you know Hamilton Police. Uh, I, I I don't have the website in front of me, but yeah, you can it's just Google pre-
2: you can just Google Hamilton Police uh, crime map, and then it, it pops up. And, and interesting, you know, I did uh, a date range of the last year, so August 2020 to August 2021, and. Yeah, there's crime all over the city in pretty much every neighborhood, and there was two murders in the last year—one in the East End, one in the central part of the city. But you can go, you know, on the mountain, Ancaster, Upper Stony Creek, Lower Stony Creek, Waterdown, Flamborough. There's going to be a burglary. There's going to be a, a motor vehicle theft. There's going to be, uh, you know, a robbery. They're they're all over the place.
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah. So I mean, it, there's no there's no safe area. It's just you're the luck of uh, luck of the draw that somebody happened to be driving, walking by, and, and they're checking every car doors and see if they're unlocked yeah. and or whatever. But uh, but anyway, on social media, I just say do not tell people that you are going away on vacation. <laughs> tell them. Just tell them when you got back. Exactly. (laughs) Show the pictures when you got back unless you got somebody living in the house house sitting for you.
2: That's a great tip. Again, you can follow the Golfie team on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Call them at 905-575-7700 and check out the hottest listings in town and get your listing on the Golfie uh, website. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I dot com. Rob, thanks for another great show and thank you for listening to the Golfie Real Estate Show. We're back next Saturday at 9 on 900 CHML.
0: The preceding was a paid commercial